Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another episode from, another podcast episode, because I think you might think you're watching TV, <laughs> but we're coming at you from motivation, uh, marketing motivations, and today I have uh, a little bit of a treat, not too crazy, pretty much the same motif. But uh, a few things to discuss nonetheless. At Mass this morning, um, Father Ray had said that Jesus has a way of bringing people together. He also, Jesus that is, at times unites groups that hate him. (laughs) Just ask the Pharisees and the Herodians. Those were two religious sects, uh, S-E-C-T-S, sects, that were far off from harmony with each other. Pharisees were more prim and proper from the Jewish law, and the Herodians were more, um, I don't want to say rebellions, but they were more from the Roman side of things, and... It was like a Hatfield and McCoy uh, situation. There was no uh, getting together. That is until Jesus chose to cure someone on the Sabbath. And I think that was done on purpose to show the uh, blatant, I don't want to say ignorance, but maybe disregard for Humanity, instead of looking at the fact that Jesus is healing someone, is uh, taking someone that has a deformed hand and making it whole and better and good, they look at it as something evil and wrong, and we have to out this person. And because of Jesus, he actually brought those two religious groups together. Uh, Unfortunately, with them, they tried to and successfully um, kill Jesus via crucifixion. And why do I bring this up? Because, again, that happens in our present day with protests. Take the um, pro-life, pro-choice issue, the March for Life. It can be very combative uh, among opposing parties. And it really should not be that way because we're all children of God. You know, we don't look at what the pro-choice community does as wrong and vice versa. So try to think about that the next time that you hate someone's guts or can't stand that guy or that person drives me crazy. Uh, It was a a good wake-up call for me anyhow. And it ties in well to personal development, believe it or not. Uh, And today's message from Darren Hardy in his Darren Daily email uh, was one of two. In other words, this is the first episode of how to get a promotion, even if you're self-employed. There's essentially six ways of getting a promotion you have been wanting. And... Here goes some of the explanations, so to speak. Help those you work for 
make more money. In other words, help your company become more profitable. Um, you know, you don't get paid for the time. You get paid for the value that you bring to the marketplace, as Jim Rohn so eloquently stated. Deliver more value than what you're called for. Over-deliver, in other words. Well, no, that's not in my job description. No, no, I'm not shoveling the walkway. I don't want to slip and get hurt. You know, no, I, I don't, I'm not doing that. I wasn't hired to do that. You know, those particular things, you know, making coffee or whatever, whatever it happened, the, the, the menial tasks sometimes make a big impression. Don't be afraid to serve. Uh, those that wish to be first will be last and the last will be first. You know, that's a scripture passage as well. Uh, in order to grow, you must go above and beyond. You want big biceps? Well, you know what? You have to work hard and do curls and tear those muscle fibers and let them recuperate. And the next time you go at it, they'll, they'll get a bit bigger and bigger if you do things the right way. The, how do you do that statement? Well, you know, help your company upsell, whether it's products, whether it's features, uh, whether it's some opportunities for a, a vendor that they never knew about. You know, that's one way. The second way is, you know, new clients. Bring in new clients or niche, niche markets. Find ways to save money for the company. You know, it could be as simple as uh, toilet paper rolls, <laughs> whatever, whatever it may be. Um, and recruit talented uh, potential employees for the company. That's worth huge money for both you and your, your employer. And the last one is be a mentor to someone. Having a mentor is truly amazing. And generally, that amazing comes out after the fact. You know, I mentored a kid few kids, but one in particular, for about three or four years, maybe, maybe longer, I don't know, I, f I forget. But going through it, I looked at it as some days, oh, geez, I got to leave the office, I got to go mentor, as an as a obligation, as a, as, a, as a burden, you know. Um, he looked at it as, oh, I get to get out of class for an hour, this is going to be great, we'll be able to play, hang out, you know what I mean? So we all had different perspectives, but all in all, what it did for me was gave me an unbelievable um, gratitude for what spending an hour a week with someone can really do. Uh, and I heard from him 
This past week via social media, I was sending a condolence. His dad, uh, his biological father had passed away. And it was tough because he, he looked to me and didn't see any message from me because I sent him a text message that was apparently the wrong number. And I got tied up in doing my day-to-day activities. Uh, I didn't realize until I got a scathing <laughs> message from his mother, you know, rightly so. Uh, and I reached out to him and, you know, it was nice that he could touch on some, some points that, that because of me, he was thankful to have. And, and that was, wow. But, you know, you don't necessarily see the results when you're going through it. You don't see your bicep muscles growing when you're working your butt off and you're sweating. But you do, when you're standing in front of the mirror, you know, a month or two down the road. So understand a mentor is, is an invisible friend in a certain respect. So just keep that in mind. There's never a lack of opportunity, only a lack of initiative. You know, the opportunity's there. It's that we have to not so much create the initiative, we have to act upon it. That's, that can be difficult to get the wheels of the bus moving. But once they're starting to move, it gets a little bit easier. I think you understand where I'm coming from there. And the insight of the day today, pretty simple. Success is not an activity. It really isn't. You know, you don't practice success. Uh, you, you don't work at success. Um, it's a process. And as Jim Rohn would say yet again, you know, Success is something you attract. You attract success by the person you become. So you can do that today. You can be that successful person today with negative balances in your checking account by your thought and your actions. Live that. And then you can get down to the nitty-gritty of the action and initiative. Um, Dr. Brian Schutz, all we have to do is decide what to do with the time given to us. That's J.R.R. Tolkien. But what we decide to do with the time that's given to us can hang us, Or help us. You know, going out and getting high with your buddies, it's probably not the best choice long term. Short term high, perhaps. But going out and getting a job that involves manual labor may help you understand the type of work ethic you're going to need mentally in life. And that's, that's huge. So I, I hope you can understand that, especially the teenage kids out there. Uh, and there's nothing better than being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Great, great point for 
entrepreneurs. It's, it's a great quote. Whether you're working in a um, department that is run by Bob Proctor, who said this, or if you're running your own particular company using various mentors to get you through it. You're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And the advancements of technology now, you know, we don't have to look to an encyclopedia to find a mentor and then find the records that they may or may have not, they may have or have not created. We can go to YouTube and find our niche markets and get all the information we need. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. I happen to have subscribed to a Bob Proctor course for a year, and there's different segments every, every couple of months, uh, but it, it, it works very, very well because there's repetitive or repetition involved with these courses. And I was listening on YouTube in the car to his 24 seven, um, you know, personal development. I don't even know what it's called, but it's more of the same. Uh, and my wife is like, you know, you listen to this in the car and, you know, during the day at home, I said, you can never get too much of a good thing. And, and, and again, that's a lie because as long as you're not being fanatic and being overboard, you're not, you know, sleeping, you know, waking up and dreaming this all day long. What I mean by that is just one segment, but everything that Bob teaches is all day long, you know, proper uh, bedtime schedule, waking up process, um, routines for breakfast, working out, going to mass, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? My routine is going to be certainly different from your routine. But as long as there is a healthy, balanced routine, uh, you can fill all that stuff in. So instead of listening to um, news talk radio, sports talk radio, that goes in circles and circles and doesn't really get you anywhere but sometimes aggravated, uh, occasionally a laugh here or there, but go to, you know, something more prolific in your life that you can listen to, that will teach you something, that will help you something, that, that, that will help you um, with something or guide someone else. It'll give you the ability to do that, um, certain segments. So take that into consideration as well because don't underplay how helpful you can be to someone or something. Because people don't look back and say, my goodness, he had such a great life. He made $1.2 million each and every year after he was 51 years old. Who hears that? What does that matter? You know, what did you do with the money? What type of person were you because of the money? That says a lot. And that defines a person's character. And, and lastly, luck 
is quite predictable, believe it or not, as I'm sure many of you would know. If you want more luck, take more chances. Be more active. Show up more often. And Brian Tracy, who said this, will tell you there's nothing more true than that. Or there's nothing truer than that. Is that the best? Is that the proper grammar? <laughs> I talk like a truck driver. I apologize. And I apologize to all the truck drivers out there that I, that I offended. So that's today's message. Um, take it for what you will. I hope you will look at it internally. Let it resonate with you. And I will check in with you, Lord willing, tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.